to the atmosphere of grace and truth, a podcast designed to unveil Jesus to you in a fresh and supernatural way, to also help unveil to you your identity in Christ and help deepen your relationship with the Holy Spirit, thereby causing you to live every day of your life as an overcomer. My name is Lucky David Okuma, and I am the lead pastor of Christ Champion Assembly Liberation Center, Akure, Nigeria. Once again, welcome. In over three episodes, I have been sharing with us on a teaching series that I have captioned Understanding God. Okay, and before we go further, let us have a word of prayer. Our Father in heaven, we thank you. Thank you for the understanding you've been supplying to us in this teaching service. And I pray that as we continue today, you will open our eyes of understanding from the eyes of our heart to be able to see you for who you is, for who you truly are. Because you are God, and you are who was, who is, and is to come. Glory to your holy name. In Jesus' mighty name I have prayed. Amen. Once again, thank you for joining me today. And I believe you've always been blessed, you know, from every episode of the atmosphere of grace and truth. <clears throat> We'd like to hear from you. We'd like to hear feedbacks from you. And we'd also like to hear your praise reports. So once again, you're welcome. Now, so far, we've, you know, said a lot when it comes to the picture of God presenting it accurately as it is being represented in scriptures. We've talked about the uh, understanding God from the perspective of his ability where he showed us that his creator is God of all flesh, he is father and also is a righteous judge. And I did tell us that the most important revelation God wants us to have of him is the fact that he is father. And then I went further to let us know that um, even many of us who have even accepted him as father have the wrong motivation of relating with him, which is we're relating with him based on fear rather than love. And that took us to now begin to understand God from the perspective of nature. And I define nature for us as an intrinsic, you know, value, characteristics, and features of a thing. And in this particular, you know, context of God. Okay, and um, we begin to, we started last episode where we begin to show us that there are at least two important revelations of God that we need to grasp with and deep. That is, God is love and that God is holy. So, but for the sake of this series, I'm going to even go a little bit further to speak about God's love, God's holiness, God's mercy, and even God's wrath. We have not gone too far in describing God's love. And in fact, we might not even be able to describe it, you know, perfectly because it's unfathomable how much God truly, truly is love and how much He loves us. We're truly going to continue a little bit on His love. And if time permits, we will be able to, you know, comment on His holiness. Again, I did help us to understand that when we speak about God's love, it's important for us to know that his love is unconditional. This is very, very sacrosanct. That his love is unconditional. Okay? So, 
God loving us is not based on a feeling, it is a decision on its part. Okay, and his love does not increase for us when we do right things, and we, we and his love does not reduce for us when we do wrong things. Now, don't get me wrong, I'm not saying that um, we're expected to live our life in a wrong way. No, when we live our life in accordance to the will and purposes of God, God is pleased, God is happy, but. Even if we live our lives in a way that is not pleasing to Him, yes, He is hurt, He is grieved, but that does not stop Him from loving us, okay? Because His love for us initially was not based on the fact that we were good. In fact, this was revealed to us in Romans chapter 5 and verse 8. Romans 5 and verse 8. The Bible says, God demonstrated His love towards us that when while we were yet sinners he died for us so God set up his reconciliation plan not when we were good but when we were rebellious okay so it was not when we accepted him as Lord and Savior that he began to love us he had even loved us even in our sinful state so God's love is unconditional doesn't change he doesn't he's not he's not waving from one end to another now what does that imply for us you know you must know that the ability to love correctly is based on how much you have received his love growing up in my christian faith you know and i grew up from the conservative side of evangelical pentecostalism I hope that is not big grammar, but you know, there was this mixture of conservativeness with evangelical Pentecostalism. So, um, there are some Pentecostals that are said to be liberal, and there are some that are said to be conservative. I grew up on the conservative side of evangelical Pentecostalism, and as we were growing up in our faith, one of the truths that was hammered in our hearts is love God with the whole of your heart, with the whole of your soul, with the whole of your strength. And um, the more we try to do it, the more it looks as if we're coming short of loving God with the whole of our heart, with all of our strength. And that's because we are being asked to give what we don't have. Many people would agree that you can't give what you don't have, but when it comes to loving God, a lot of people feel that we can give what we don't In fact, a lot of preachers believe that you can give what you don't have especially when it comes to love. Now, they may not be seeing it from that perspective, but that is what it is. When you have not truly received God's love, it will be difficult to love correctly. And the only acceptable way of serving God today is by love and not by force. Because when you begin to serve God by force, it's religion. This relationship God wants us to have with Him is not a religious relationship. He wants us to have a father to child relationship. So that's the acceptable way He wants us, you know, to serve God. Yes, there is still fear in serving God, but that fear is not being afraid, it's about reference, value, 
high value for him okay high value for him so when we say god's love is unconditional now let me begin to break it down for us in terms of implication it means god accepts people the way they are and i think none of us need to understand that that's also a radical statement for some people god accepts people the way they are there are a lot of people who feel they need to be cleaned up before god accepts them vivid story about that is related to us in the book of John chapter 8 and when you begin to read verse 1 it was a story of a woman who was caught in the act of adultery. In fact the Bible says she was caught in the very act. Fortunately um, the Pharisees who arrested her uh, did not catch the other guy. I don't know why why was she the only one caught since you say you caught her in the very act? But maybe that's another topic for another day. Okay, so they brought her to Jesus. And in fact, Jesus was teaching. They had to interrupt his teaching and drop her in front of her and said, Hey, Moses, you know, recommended that we stone her. I mean, by mentioning Moses, they were referring to the law. Now the law recommended that she should be killed. What do you say, Jesus? You know, the Bible says they were actually tempting Jesus. Okay, so Jesus stood down and began to write something on the floor, and they were poking him the more, wanting him to speak. And then he looked up and then he said, If there's any of you that that is without sin, let him cast the first stone, let him throw the first stone. And the Bible says, one after the other, they began to leave from the eldest to the youngest and that implies that all of them was with sin and yet they wanted to cast the stone on her that's not the main point of the story that i wanted to show you that jesus christ lifted up his head and then asked the woman where are you where are your accusers and he said no they have left and jesus said the transformation power so you are accepted the way you are but you will not be left the way you are so after some times you will be transformed of course unfortunately we have a lot of people today who want to be accepted the way they are but they do not want to be transformed to the way God is the purpose of God's love is to accept you the way you are and transform you the way is what a wonderful father i told us in the last episode that god does not condemn he corrects so his love does not condemn he corrects now one important truth about the fact that god's love is unconditional is the fact that his love wants us to run to him when we sin now there are a lot of people who say that if you are a christian true genuine christian you can fall into sin again whoa i think that 
that is not accurate with what the scripture teaches. That's the truth. Because even though you have accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, you will still sin. Okay, because none of us is perfect in our actions and motives. Oftentimes when people, you know, um, when people begin to think they are perfect, it's just basically comparison. Okay, they are trying to compare themselves with another believer and not with the real standard. The real standard is Jesus Christ. Okay, the real standard is Jesus Christ. And that is why we all need a Savior. Okay, we all need a Savior. That's why Jesus Christ came, you know, to become a perfect sacrifice so that we can exchange His righteousness for us. And the Bible says in the book of 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 21, that He knew no sin became sin for us. And when we receive Jesus Christ, you know, so that, so, that, so that we can become the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. Okay, so that we can become the righteousness. So today we are the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus, not because we have everything all together right, not because we have done everything right, but because He has done everything right. And so even in this Christian journey, you might still fall once away. What God expects from us is to see Him as a loving Father and run to Him and not run from Him. And that's what exactly Hebrews chapter 4 verse 16 tells us when He said we should come boldly to the throne of grace. Now, some feel that this is an encouragement to live a sinful lifestyle. No, the truth is this. Um, the Bible says in Romans chapter 8, For there is now no condemnation to them who are in Christ Jesus, who does not walk after the flesh after the spirit okay if you truly and then you know um i think it's romans chapter um six verse one where the bible says can we continue in sin and ask for the grace of god to abide and the bible says god forbid and he gave the reason he said how can you that are already dead to sin so when you become in christ you already have the nature of god okay and that nature of god especially in your spirit Okay, that nature, it's a nature that does not want to sin. But you are not completely, totally a nature of God in your spirit, soul, and body. Because man is a spirit that has a soul and lives in the body. So, in your spirit, you're totally saved. But in your soul, you're not. Neither like also in your body. Okay, so because of that, once in a while, you must still be tripped off. When that happens, God wants you time is up i hope to continue in the next episode and expand more like i said there is so much about god's love i want to invite you again to accept jesus into your life as your lord and savior if you haven't he loves you so much okay and he will accept you the way you are and then later take it a step further and transform you as ABC, acknowledge yourself as a sinner, believe in your heart that Jesus Christ died for you, and confess with your mouth that he is Lord and Savior over your life, and then you're welcome to the kingdom, it is well, thank you for joining me again on today's episode, let's pray, Father, we thank you for your word that has come expressly, I ask that it becomes a great blessing to your people, thank you, my Father, in 
in the next episode when I come your way. Don't always forget. I love you. And I celebrate you. God bless you.